bloating. <laughs> oh God! Make my uh, my dead Kennedy's shirt sleeveless just yeah, for the occasion. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we're about to go live. Oh yeah. Ho <laughs> 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 This is so funny. Podcasters and being podcasters. I, yeah, I know. No, I know. <laughs> it's Inception right now, dude. <laughs> okay, like, okay. We'll go from silence here for a second. That um, Mr. Mm. has been... <laughs> I am Raheem Salam. And I'm Ben Maroney. Transmitting from Q4 Radio, where we create beauty and defend it. And this is What About Chicago? Entertainment and culture. Yo, Ben Maroney. <laughs> Raheem Salam. Ready to Salam. take this podcast to the next level? Yeah, how I'll we going to do it? I'll tell, tell you me. how. What's I'm up? I'm really excited, y'all. Um, I don't want to... Let's slow down a little bit. Relax, <laughs> relax, Ben. Just slow down. Um, I'm really excited for today's guest, but before we introduce you to them, we want to make sure you support us at patreon.com slash what about chicago you knew we know you know we need all of your support so we can take those walks make sure we got all of our vitamins and such uh, we don't have the live stream this week so uh, i apologize for that because i wanted to show off my amazing new earring from glitterpicks.com let's let me see it though let me just, oh wow oh you know we're gonna have to post that up on the, the gram later you know? The fashion is amazing. I'm showing Ben my earring on an audio podcast. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is something. <laughs> High All level right. work. 
No, and uh, also, guys, make sure you uh, listen to us. If you can't catch the live stream, which happens, or the live audio that happens every Friday at noon at QUE, the number 4.org, Q4.org, where they create beauty and defend it, go to SoundCloud. Hit us up at SoundCloud.com slash WhatAboutChicago. You can also hear us at uh, MachineCulture.com. Our friends at Machine Culture doing a great job over the years. They not only have What About Chicago featured on their uh, website, but a bunch of other great local podcasters getting it on every day, doing their best. And I love it. I love it. Listen to Q4 all day as well and all night. I think it's 24-7. One of my favorite shows is right after us, uh, Music Obscura. So shouts out to Music Obscura. Now, let's get down to business. We got the folks from you're being really reactionary. <laughs> and I want to know what that means. I don't want to take nothing for granted in this podcast because uh, I know some of us think we know a lot, but sometimes we, we don't know-ish, which I always say. So, shouts out to Joey Eichler. Shouts out to Egon Sheely. Shouts out to Chris Lee, hey. the senior analyst. The senior <laughs> analyst, indeed. The senior analyst. Starts In all aspects. As life. well as uh, weather, right? <laughs> Doing a He's great job on the weather, He's a Chris. jack of all trades. I mean. now, um, now, you can find your being really reactionary on uh, Spotify, and I know you guys are on a few other podcast platforms, right? Anchor, I think. Anchor is, is how it's hosted. We're also on uh, the uh, Apple podcast app. Uh, as well as all, all the normal places, yeah. We're on a bunch of little ones that I've never heard of. That's uh, dope. That's how you do it. Yeah, <laughs> DIY, there's like, baby. There's Apple, there's Google, there's, yeah, there's, just, if you find us on Anchor, you can find us on Anchor off the internet, and then it'll direct you to a variety of other convenient places to listen. Now, you know, before we get down to the serious business of the podcast, I want to talk about this picture for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, am I mistaken, or is that, like, you guys as... Uh, uh, Lenin and Stalin. It's actually Stalin and Mao. Yes, Stalin yeah. and Mao. Even worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we really brought it on that one. Yeah. So, so uh, was that just fun? Because you guys, you know, it's a serious podcast and it's very, uh, very detailed and goes in depth on a lot of ideas. Um, but you guys do have a very funny aspect to it as well. So, what, what's the science of that picture, though, man? Well, I mean, that's the idea. You know, I mean, uh, you're being really reactionary. You're like, well, what does that mean? Right. And uh, that kind of leans into that. You know, we're it's obviously sarcastic. We're not uh, tankies or anything, but um, it's funny. We try and be funny on the show, but we also try and deal with serious issues uh, with a little bit of brevity. We're not a college course where, you know, something to be listened to for fun where you might learn something and radicalize yourself a bit. Awesome. Awesome. Well. I know you guys like that revolutionary swag, so I, I'll, I'll chalk the picture up to that. Um, you guys should really dress like that in real life as well. You know, um, I, I just I just bought my uh, my Russian army coat for this, this just, cold winter. I so. actually just sold mine to a friend because I'm, I'm not going to need this. Sold you it won't to be me. needing that. Yeah, you won't be needing that. Well, no, you know, we're certainly not going to get too reactionary, though, this Friday, y'all. It's November 15th. We're taking the walk this uh, November 15th, Friday, 8 p.m. We're going to Drake House. Have you been to Drake House before, Mr. Maroney? No, I wanted to go up there for that great Halloween show they were having, but I snoozed. So they call this Welcome to the House of Drake. They've got a great mixed genre set happening. You know, 
Somebody was telling me, I always hear a lot of people telling me how they love mixed genre sets, but oftentimes I go and I'm one of, of a few that are praising art at the mixed genre set. <laughs> so let's change that this Friday, y'all. Mm. Um, meet, meet up at 8 p.m. They're going to have Meat Jelly from Madison, Wisconsin. They're going to have Division Point. They're from Chicago, three-piece indie rock band. And uh, I have not heard of them, so I'm excited about that. Silent Ecstasy. And this is their first time, so you can see the first time of great history if you go see Silent Ecstasy. Shouts out to Sydney Salt. What's the movie Sydney's in that we're into? Uh, that is called The Snow People. Snow People. Shouts out to Harley Foose. Uh, we had on the show doing a great job making all kinds of films. Look for The Snow People uh, soon. Or is it, it's either Snow People or Snowmen. We'll, we'll clear that up for you. But shouts out to Sydney. Sydney combines elements of nightcore, bass music, electro and industrial techno, and an attempt to summon the mother beat. Mm. And then we got Odie and the Mofos. I, I believe it's Eddie. Eddie. Okay, with it's, O at the end. Yeah, the like Oedipus, you know? <laughs> tight, tight. Dude, it, it, it took me a while to, to figure that one out. <laughs> well, nah, let's get that satanic surf Rock going, man. <laughs> it's it's going to be awesome. Drake House, y'all. Don't miss it. This Friday, November 15th, 8 p.m. And if you need the address for that young house, hit us up. Facebook.com slash What About Chicago.
What About Chicago. We're in the house here with the hosts and senior analysts <laughs> of You're Being Really Reactionary, the podcast. And uh, I want to uh, hit you guys up with this question before we get any further so folks know what the heck is really going on here. What is your being really reactionary? Tell us the, the concept of the cast and how you all formed uh, to produce this. The first thing, we've actually been kind of like coming back to this in conversation because we've strayed a little bit. But the whole objective was to take conventional things that people are talking about and trying to cut to like the reactionary element of it. So, if, for example, if you're talking about like gun control or healthcare or education or any of these like hot button issues you're usually watching somebody who sort of like presents to be from the left and somebody who's supposed to be from the right and they're kind of having an argument past the actual meat of the matter so we wanted to try to like cut to the the important stuff that we felt people weren't normally talking about well before we get too far with that also let's 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 define reactionary in your terms uh like i said i don't want to take anything for granted with our listeners now i guess a classical definition uh, would be a a person or set of views opposing political or social or social liberal liberalization or reform right that, and it's sure. and it's but it's not just the an opposition to a progressive viewpoint but there's this element of uh returning to a to the past specifically a past that really never existed you know you hear boomers talk about you know the good old days right or the golden the golden era uh which you know, it was actually just full of racists and patriarchy and, and <laughs> in fact, it was awful. It wasn't that chill. Usually uh, someone will say something like, the founding fathers wanted blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, you know, right. some nonsense. Right, and so you have these, these kind of forced perspectives that refuse the imagination of true progressive uh, perspectives in politics because, uh, you, you know, it's coming from this neoliberal bent where uh, certain ideas are just off the table. And so we're trying to talk about... Talk about these conventional debates in a way that is more free and open than what you'd hear on on the news or the newspaper or NPR or anything like that. A good way to like a good way to think about it is is on a spectrum where it's like and we talk about this on the show a little bit where it's like on one side, you basically have generally revolutionary stuff. On the other side, you have the things that are trying to deflate and slow that down. That stuff is reactionary. But you could think that you're being like liberal or progressive and still be basically counter-revolutionary. That would be reactionary. Talking to you, centrists. That's right. <laughs> tight, tight, get them. <laughs> well, you know, um, I don't know if um, holiness or the, the, the idea of being holy is a reactionary principle or, 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 or feeling but we're gonna make we're gonna find out <laughs> Let's this get in Friday. There. I was Let's gonna just say there. yes, but yeah, <laughs> November fifteenth. We we gonna find out one way or another, Mister Eichler. All right, it's Friday, November fifteenth, eight p.m. And this is going on uh, many times, so you don't have to be stuck in this date or this mold. But this is when we at What About Chicago are going to the Prop Theater. It, you know, if you want to take that walk with old Uncle and Bento, maybe even Rabies will come with us. Let's get it, man. I like to have a nice glass of red wine as I watch productions at the Prop Theater, <laughs> located at 3502 North Elston Avenue. They call this one a packet of holiness and joy will come to you. Whoa. It's a fable. Okay. So mm. don't 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 be too reactionary. No, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also wow. a question, which I think is interesting. Well, they say, here's the copy they gave us. They say, connection, disconnection, community. The strange days we're living in. 
Bo O'Reilly's latest work finds the citizenry of a major city moving in and out of love, working on the recyclable revolution, stealing to survive, and practicing their pre-apocalyptic jokes in a city quivering on the edge of collapse. Quivering, I like it. Mm. Part comedy, part warning. The play explores themes of death and communal existence with a wink and a song or two. Mm. Yo, shouts out to Brooke Celeste, Timothy Ray, Tora Warren, Miles Sennett, Vicki Walden, and Bo O'Reilly for this great production. Going on this Friday, November 15th, 8 p.m. at the Prop Theater, 3502 North Elston Avenue.
All right. What about Chicago? Ben Maroney's here. Right. Salam is here. Rabies is not here. Ooh, I don't even want to talk about <laughs> it, man. We'll just wait till next week, yo. My heart's broken. <laughs> All right. We got the folks from You're Being Really Reactionary, uh, Joey Egon and Chris Lee, the senior consultant and weather person. <laughs> and um, traffic reporter. And too. traffic reporter. <laughs> this guy. Now, I wanted to ask y'all, um, I mean, once again, I don't want to take anything for granted with y'all and the listeners on this one. We can make assumptions about what your politics is as we hear you speak on this amazing <laughs> podcast. But I hope, you know, sometimes this is a taboo question, but I know y'all came here for the tough ones. Can y'all, uh, can we go down the line and y'all kind of share with us some of your specific politics and, and how that bleeds or does not bleed into the show? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, I I would um, briefly define my particular blend as anarcho-communist, um, which to me is pretty simple. It's just uh, communism means the belief and desire for a classless society, and anarchism means the endless perfectibility of social arrangements. So taken together, it's just sort of like a constant attempt at trying to make things as horizontal as possible a constant attempt to try to like remove coercive power and just make give power to people who don't have it that's sort of it in a nutshell it's more of a more of an approach than like a destination yeah i think we're all pretty attuned to the uh inequalities of this society and and uh at least my but i think all of our politics really center around that the kind of leveling of that of those kind of inequalities uh similar to joey if i had to call myself something i'd be like an anarcho-marxist uh you know very interesting and in opening up sort of the political debates to you know ideas that that bring us beyond capitalism beyond a system of government and society that that is specifically set up to keep some people down and bring others up um you know really looking to what is uh, sort of more self-controlled autonomous units work. I, I mean, I'm really inspired always by the DIY community and in and being able to create amazing things out of next to nothing because we're working together and have a common cause. And uh, I, yeah, going off of Joey, I mean, really into the um, breakdown of capitalism and and structures that keep keep some people on top and and oppress others actively about you lee uh my goal is to amass as much wealth as possible <laughs> and, uh, and uh, take over jeff bezos's empire um, so so you're the capitalist i like i like that show you're the capitalist <laughs> on this podcast awesome no, i like how you i'm just it. here to record it's gotta be know. one it's just, his political views are edgelord <laughs> uh, <I> mean, <laughs> spread dank memes and that's, that's my only goal no i mean yeah, i guess obviously yeah i, I would say that i agree with these uh, other two they've already said it i mean i run a diy venue you have to kind of be anti-capitalist to Right. Put that much work into something that doesn't make any money. <laughs> and anti-state as well. Yeah, because the law is not my pal. Well, no, <laughs> shouts out to VCR doing amazing stuff uh, uh, over there in the community off of, oop, you got to find out. You thought I was going to out. tell you. you really thought I was gonna, Chris Lee put down his water like, wait, hold, hold on. <laughs> 
nah, you know, we got to vet you. Hit us up, facebook.com slash whataboutchicago. We'll run it by Chris. <laughs> but, yo, <laughs> uh, I wanted to tell y'all uh, before we go into this uh, next walk, this last walk for the Friday Fun Zone Pleasure, uh, the last couple songs you heard, um, that first one after the the theme was Another Day in Purgatory by Alchameleon, which is uh, – What's that? What does that mean again? Well, it's essentially the combination of alchemy and chameleon. So it's one word. It's not al chameleon. It's al chameleon. <laughs> there we go. I thought it was like <laughs> alcoholic chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a great song, uh, "Grouse" by. Uh, is that how you you say you it? You got yeah. it. You got Grouse it. by Daymaker. So if y'all y'all wondering why are you asking them about these songs? So Chris is uh, with al- is is al chameleon and uh, and Egon is the slamming guitar player <laughs> for Daymaker, playing all those amazing, catchy riffs. Thank Love you, it. thank Love you. It. Yeah, if you ever want to see me break a string, just <laughs> come watch me play at VCR. It happens every time. So, Well, you know, some strings might get broken at this one, uh, Friday, November 15th. 8.30 p.m. is when we want to meet up at Odyssey Space. They've been throwing a lot of shows there, and I really thank them for that. It's very nice, fun Coolest basement in Chicago. Space. Yeah, yeah, you, you guys seen it. <laughs> wow. Everybody, everybody's been there. Yeah, <laughs> take that, Chris. Yeah. I've never been there. Oh no, you haven't been there yet. Well, you well, about you're gonna to be, be there man. tonight. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's going on at eight thirty. They're gonna have great performances by Drama Moth, The Crustaceans. I'm huge fans of both of those acts, and it is the triumphant return <laughs> of the Art Evangelist, Sex No Babies. They're back from a, a long, uh, well, I guess not too long. What was it, like nine or ten days? Yeah, about that long. We went to, uh, what was it, Detroit, Philadelphia, Baltimore. Buffalo. Buffalo, New York City, Ithaca. You, got, you all and were we, at the great Trumbleplex, yep, yeah? Yep, Trumbleplex yeah. was nice. We Shout stayed out. over there. We actually performed at Crow Manor. And that was amazing. You know what's awesome? In all of these great cities we went to with all this great art we saw, Everybody loves Chicago. Everyone had great <laughs> words to say about this city. No, it was great. It was great to praise art with all of you uh, across our beautiful uh, east side of, of the United States of America. Hope to do it again soon. But we are back in Chica Go-Go. Come see us. Come drink the Kool-Aid, y'all. <laughs> this Friday, November 15th, 8.30 p.m. It's at Odyssey Space. And if you need the address... For that space, hit us up, facebook.com slash what about Chicago, 830.
All right, what about Chicago? Chicago. We are back with the hosts of Your Being Really Reactionary. I want to make sure that you go go right now. I know you're listening on your phone and your headphones on the computer. Go to Spotify and subscribe right now. I think you guys you guys got a nice amount of episodes, about eight or nine now with the we're news. Up, we're up to 11 stuff. now. Oh, 11. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah, lucky number 11. Awesome, awesome. I missed a few. I need to go back. Awesome. No, you guys are doing a great job. I love the show. I wanted to ask you, um, we, we touched on it a little bit, uh, talking about some of the old ways of uh, sort of political or, or, or ideological uh, talk shows. I'm kind of on the old side. I used to like Crossfire and sure, uh, sure. the McLaughlin oh, group. Oh, wow. And uh, I still watch, <laughs> forgive me, I still watch Meet the Press, y'all. Woo. Every Sunday. I know Sunday. you're the only person that watches that Sunday show, man. Wow. Bringing me back to my grandparents' I know, house, I man. know, I know. So, but are there, you know, some other podcasts or old programs or television shows in that vein that may have inspired what you guys are doing now um, uh, or not to do what they do as far as format-wise. I know you guys don't have a hard – like you don't have like a fascist – on the no. podcast, like yeah, on the not, panel to defend fascism. We're not giving <laughs> but, it. We're not giving a platform to the reactionaries. <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, with that said, yeah, has there been some other folks doing similar things, uh, past pre- or present, that have inspired what you guys are doing now? Absolutely. I mean, uh, if you're a fan of our show, uh, check out Chapo Trap House. Or if you're a fan of Chapo Trap House, check say. out our show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't. They don't need the likes. We do. Um, there's, of course, the uh, a Chicago uh, podcast that uh, – <laughs> I'm not sure I can say the name, but it's Season of the Witch, but with uh, with a different word at the end there. Yep. No, I get, great, I, get, I get Chicago what you're podcast. doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the people picking up what you put putting yeah, down. Yeah, they're great. I was actually just surprised me in, the other day when we were getting ready to do our, our most recent news episode. I was checking out uh, Democracy Now! to, to pick up some, some – you know, what I consider to be the bias that I'm looking for. People are looking for, like, non-biased information. That's that's nonsense. Everything is biased. But Egon came in, and he was like, what is this? What are you watching? And I was like, you don't watch Democracy Now? He's like, no. So, you know, even the people closest to you, you don't know anything about them, really. <laughs> it's true. It's you true. know nothing. My mother, I, I don't even know her. Uh, also, <laughs> shout-out, uh, Citations Needed is great, um, uh, as well as Seriously Wrong, which is S-R-S-L-Y, Wrong. Uh, there are a couple of Canadian guys that do a great comedy, utopian socialist podcast. I was pretty into um, – I mostly listened to podcasts when I was working in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm like – Damn, you got you got all of the – were you the only one in the kitchen? Cause usually it's I've been in the kitchen, yeah. and it's hard to, to, the to one, figure that out. Like, what are we going to listen to, guys? The younger dude well, – yeah, I just threw my yeah, weight around. Kitchen without death metal. I, yeah. you know. The younger dude would go and just put his phone like in a metal bowl, and he'd be listening. He actually was super into like 80s jams. But anyway – I got really into uh, hardcore history during that time, too, because I'd have a lot of time to kill. And those episodes are like five hours four, long. Yeah, right? four and a half, five um, hours long. But yeah, those he does like really great in-depth exploration of like World War One and stuff. Super. If you yeah, like history, we do talk a lot about history on the on the. We on do. The yeah. And if you're uh, real into the whole Marxism thing, I really like David Harvey's Anti-Capitalist Chronicles. They're they're short. They're like 20 minutes long, but but they're real fun, too. 
That's right up my alley, that short attention span. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, no, thanks, guys. I, that's exactly what I, were lo- what, what I was looking for and looking for uh, for our listeners. Great suggestions. But first and foremost, make sure you check out your being really reactionary. And do you guys have a set schedule or do, should we turn those notifications on? Yeah, we we try and keep a set schedule. Uh, we usually will have something come out every other week on Wednesday. Um, so we just had one come out this week. So I would I think the next one would be in two weeks. I guess we actually ago. did, yeah, because we're going to record it right after I get to, to Texas. Marfa, yeah. yeah. So awesome. so you it can look little, at it. It got bi-weekly. a little interrupted this month because we've been trying to get some video work done with our friends, but. Um, that's the, that's the, the yeah, model. Yeah, no, no need to reveal. They don't need to know that. <laughs> 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 Keeping it under wraps. No, great job, guys. Keep great it to job. the radio. Make sure you, um, you subscribe on Spotify. And we got another great event here to start off the Saturday. It's at 4 p.m. Saturday, November 16th. Uh, that last song you heard, sorry for, for missing that, but it was called Shame on You by Cordoba. And uh, Cordoba is doing a great job. Love, love their art. Yes. Now, this Saturday... On November 16th, 4 p.m., it's at the Stony Island Arts Bank. We're going to take that walk to the bank, 6760 <laughs> South Stony Island Avenue. This is a film event, and it's ABC Killer of Sheep. And this examines the black Los Angeles ghetto of Watts in the mid-1970s through the eyes of Stan, a sensitive dreamer who is growing detached and numb from the psychic toll of working at a slaughterhouse. Sounds wow. like capitalism. That's crazy. <laughs> That's like same. You know, he <clears throat> frustrated by money problems, he finds respite in moments of simple beauty. The warmth of a coffee cup against his ke- cheek, slow dancing with his wife in the living room, holding his daughter. The film offers no solutions. It merely presents life. Sometimes hauntingly bleak, sometimes filled with transcendent joy and gentle humor. Yeah, and, you know, I love film, and this one was, uh, and I I tend to like older stuff. Um, This was done in 1977 on a budget less than $10,000. It ended up uh, winning a Berlin International Film Festival Festival Prize in 1981. And um, I think it's a national treasure. According to the Library of Congress, yeah, one of one of the 100 essential films of all time. I might have to take this walk tomorrow. That yeah. sounds good. <laughs> no, ABC Killer of Sheep this Saturday, 4 p.m., November 16th. Shouts out to the Stony Island Arts Bank, doing a great job over there on Stony Island. There's a lot of great walks you can take in that area. A lot of beautiful buildings and everything's uh, getting pumped up again. So, shouts out to everybody there. Can't wait to see you. Let's do it, Ben. Let's go. Let's take that walk. What about it? And I won't ever go, yo, because I am here indefinitely. And this music is my destiny. It is the death of me, the breath of me, inevitably. Always inside of me, y'all look long. So, I'm going to pull it out and exert it until it hurts. Because this is see eventually. Baby, you see my worth. You get it, get it, you get it, get it. Oh, now you win it. Be spitting lyrics, I'm giving, giving, you won't forget it. You always will remember how a person made you feel. Authentic bona fide is the best because it's real. And it ways to make it. Other not ways to make it happen. Happen, make it a way. Be glad to be alive to tell my story today. Cause bit is not.
not good for the soul unless it's a why. Throwing back these glasses, trying to make it a why. I out my mind, but not too much, but do it safely. You may hate me for doing this shit so greatly because I take my time when I be writing a rhyme. And writers box the best, the best that comes in through time. I got the humble brag with an androgynous swag. And the best of all world is the greatest you ever had. Yeah, I'm a triple threat to the highest degree. You know, one third filmmaker, but I got for MC Facts. You're being really reactionary. Relax. It's okay. <laughs> Easy. Let's take the walk and blow off some steam this week, y'all. Shouts out to the hosts, uh, Joey, Egon, and Chris in the house came to bless us with their brilliant minds <laughs> and uh, hot takes. Uh, definitely a great show. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, we've done this podcast for years and years, and uh, we've got a great sort of format that really makes itself. Uh, so, you know, that it's, it's kind of easy, to be honest, uh, to, to do this. But I, I was really curious how you guys go about picking specific topics you have for each podcast because there's uh, there's a broad broad schools of thought or, or subject matter that you can draw from uh with with this podcast you're doing um how do you guys do that and and come to a consensus we have a bunch of little pieces of paper in a bowl um it's kind of like are, a are swingers you, are you party, for real right now no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we, we, we actually uh you know we have a, a doc of a long list of reactionary debates things that we think uh sort of get short shrifted on the news and you know you hear people talking about stuff uh, but we also respond uh at times to current events our like first real episode was in response to um the murder of william van spronson and uh, it was an anarchist that attacked an ice facility he was shot by police mm. yeah i mean it's normally i think w what really motivates us is to not like not to be redundant because there's already there's so much information available you know like generally speaking being being on the left and looking kind of asking yourself like what can i do to help like what can i do to like help rise this tide there's tons of great books of theory there's tons of really brilliant people who are doing a lot of things and i think that what's happening right now what we're trying to like get on board with is like just making things a little bit more digestible a little bit more like accessible so i think that we really struggle to not do not just like toot our own horn and be like here's an episode about like this obscure theory that nobody cares about so we try to talk about more like regular stuff like you know that, yeah like, that comes through really well you know when i was doing my research listening through to these past few episodes I, everything felt very relevant and very accessible like things i see or hear about from this different angle that you know isn't as as uh common in the mainstream well, you know, it's like Raheem was saying, like, you don't take you don't want to take anything for granted. And it seems like a lot of times, um, you know, people will just talk about they'll just be like, oh, Trump's a fascist. And then we have to be like, OK, what is fascist? Yeah, what is fascist? Let's go ahead and actually explore that. And does Trump meet the all the criteria for being a fascist? You know, that's the kind of thing that we like, would, you know, and, and so often particularly on the left, you get this sort of intellectualism that really, I, I think, poisons the kind of discussion because when you have people coming on talking about, like, 
ontological paradigms. You know, it's like you just tune out. It's like, what does that even mean anyway? Well, and that stuff it is doesn't a, mean anything, really. That stuff is. But I think on the other hand, it's like that stuff is also important. Yeah, we just want to like we just want to get. It, it can be it can be divisive, and it, there is like an elitism to it. Well, it's like how do you how do you distill those ideas into something that we can actually have a conversation? Right, right. Mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. No, and you know what? We're gonna distill some ideas into real action, <laughs> y'all. This Saturday, <laughs> November sixteenth, seven p.m. We're taking the walk to the Preston Bradley Center. And that's located at 941 West Lawrence Avenue. It's the Chicago Community Bond Fund's fifth annual end-of-year celebration. Woo, woo, woo. They want you to celebrate this year of progress and their shared struggle to end money bond and pretrial incarceration. This program is going to feature some amazing performances by Jovan Landry, who you just heard in the break. That song you heard was called Made It Through. They're also going to have Rebel Diaz and hosts Damon and Kiss from Ergo. And I've been seeing Ergo do a lot of uh, great events around the town. So, you know, there's going to be food, drink, dancing, photo booths, a raffle. I wonder if they got any community bond fund swag. Some beanies. Yeah, I want a hoodie. I bet. I want like a community bond fund snapback. A bucket hat. Quick shouts out to to Ruby Pinto, who was on our our episode about uh, prisons. Yeah, definitely a great episode. She does work with them. She's she's just just an all-star. Is Ruby still in town now? I know they were leaving uh, They uh, They are still in town, I believe, but uh, get it while you can because they're gone soon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, no, definitely support Ruby and support the Chicago Community Bond Fund. The venue is on the fourth floor, but it is wheelchair accessible via via an elevator, so no worries there. It's at 941 West Lawrence Avenue this Saturday, November 16th, 7 p.m. Let us please support that bond fund, y'all.
Right. What about Chicago? We're here with the hosts, creators of your being really reactionary, which is unpacking conventional reactionary debates. I like how we're also discovering that all of our hosts here from you're being really reactionary are also amazing artists, too, <laughs> as well as amazing indeed. thinkers. Amazing is a strong indeed, word. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> very, very accomplished, prolific artists. Sure. And um, incomparable (laughs) (laughs) and other words as well. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, though. um, Now, you've unpacked reactionary debates associated with anarchism, imperialism, militarism, prisons, the democratic debate, education, fascism, agriculture, housing. And that's just to name a few. Now, what do you think, um, in your opinions, uh, you guys have been in this together for a while now. What's been your favorite or most effective unpacking thus far when you look back on the episodes you've already uh you know gotten done well i think my mom is listening and i think she would say that it was our episode on fascism and i think most people would probably agree yeah that was that was a a good one yeah i I really why do you you guys think that well i think well i think that like you know like i said um 
you can think of it on a spectrum. People tend to think of them in very like bipolar, like destinational ways. But I think I think I speak for for the squad when I say that like people tend to say don't over define or don't over prescribe fascism. And we're like, no, fascism is way more common than you think. And so jumping into that episode, it was like there was there's so much material to draw from. Um, but it was also a really cool opportunity to like present some of our more you know, personal views that we don't see presented as often. Mm. So also, I think it's uh, like I said, we're all history nerds, and you know, you can really dive into that with with fascism. I mean, just it's it's just essentially defined by historical examples. Yeah, most in most cases, but shouldn't be shouldn't be mired in historical. Analysis. Right. I mean, yeah, but it's like how the form of the basis of the of the definition of fascism. You have to explore history, so right. It kind of plays into all of our nerdy <laughs> pushes glasses up his nose. Whoa, disrespectful! <laughs> <laughs> Only because he also does wear glasses. Now, now, now Egan, <laughs> do you do you agree with this this uh, assessment of the fascism episode being the one, or do you have one that you really think you got into your bag? Well, I, my my favorite is still actually the anarchism episode it was early on when we first started doing this but i i think it was it got us off on a good first step where it felt uh like we were contributing something to society to our peer groups and i think both of those episodes what they really do is really succeed in that uh, unpacking of conventional you know reactionary debates where we're bringing you something that you think you might be familiar with and sort of opening the doors and windows and really letting light in on how pervasive and uh, just like unspoken a lot of these things are. Like with the fascism episode, it really was about uh, using historical examples to show how, for instance, the American government has a lot of fascist tendencies and that the actual ideals of fascism are something that a lot of people actually prescribe to. Uh, they just don't know it. It's know? given a lot of con- it's given a lot of space in the in the conventional debate, which we're trying to unpack. Also, the anarchism episode is a great opportunity to give a shout out to our most regular contributor, yes. Aaron Delaney. Um, Shouts out to Aaron, yeah, big, yeah, big was, friend of the show. I was going to say agriculture probably is one of my favorite episodes because we had um, Kando, um, the farm plug, the, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, who works a lot in like community gardens and, and things like that, and is just sort of a general expert expert on the on the subject. And Aaron as well was on that episode, and it's just fun to have. Uh, it was a full you know, house. A yeah. lot of, <laughs> it was a lot of like uh, exchanging ideas. It was very lively, and I just think it's, it's fun to not hear just you know three dudes talking about subjects. And right. I think a lot of I think I can speak for all of us in saying too. I think a lot of us really enjoy when when we have guests on. We like inviting people who are working in specific fields or are activists in specific avenues that can really shed some light on these discussions in a way that we can't just by our own experiences, biases, etc. So it's also an opportunity for us to be like aware of the fact that we're all, you know, all three of us are dudes. We're mostly white. It's like it's cool to be able to bring like these other voices and these other identities into the conversation is super helpful. Now, the show, the podcast is really fun. You're being really reactionary. You guys, please go to Spotify or Google search it. If you don't like uh, Spotify, you got a thing against Spotify. I understand. It's fine. There's <laughs> other there's other outlets, other platforms you can check it out on. Find us on anchor.fm. Yeah. And I, yeah. Anchor.fm. Awesome. Awesome. And you guys got a, a, a news segment that's kind of new, and I want to get into that. But first, we're going to unpack all this art. <laughs> yeah. 
all this amazing art going on Saturday, November 16th. This is the last of the Saturday Fun Zone Pleasure. It starts at 8 p.m. It's at Fat City. I've never even heard of Fat City before now. Now, well, Fat City is a residence and studio in Bridgeport that produces events with the aim of creating space for the convergence of artistic communities. It is the residence of four artists with diverse practices and is currently home to a clothing label and an audio production studio. Sounds so there's great. a little history on Fat City. They're going to have some great performances by Ireola. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trick is going to be there. Uh, Simdef. And I'm not sure how to pronounce this one, Mr. Maroney. Can I was going to say that? either <laughs> Black Sam or Black Sum. Yeah, so it's B-L-V-C-K-S-V-M. Do y'all, do y'all get that? Is that a new lingo that the kids are doing? I don't know. It could, could be Black Sum. We're going <laughs> to... Hey, one of our listeners, maybe one of the, the younger folk or more savvy, <laughs> the savvy folk, tune us old heads into what's going on or just Or just... In the know, man. Like, we don't know, and uh, but we're definitely going to find out. We'll definitely take that walk this Saturday, and that's uh, uh, November 16th, 16th, 8 p.m., Fat City. Fat City presents, if you need the address so you can go get fat off the art in the city, <laughs> hit us up, facebook.com slash what. About Chicago. Welcome to Lake Michigan, everybody. How you say you love me? How you say you love me when you really don't? 
What about Chicago? Hey, guys, make sure you listen to us every Friday at high noon <laughs> live on Q4 Radio, Q-U-E, the number four dot org. You can go to that website and hear What About Chicago, all other great um, shows and podcasts and music and ideas. You know, at Q4, they're creating beauty and defending it, and we are all about that life. And we are here right now with the hosts of your being really reactionary. Make sure you go to Spotify and uh, subscribe to the podcast. It's an amazing podcast. You guys do a great job of um, taking an international uh, approach to uh, all of these topics that you tackle, and I really love it. But, you know, what about Chicago? We're super local-centric. So I wanted to get y'all's take on some of our local officials, three of our most... Our highest local officials, we're talking about J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois. We're talking about Lori Lightfoot, mayor of Chicago. And we're talking about Tony Preckwinkle, who is the president of the Cook County Board of Commissioners. Can we go uh, along the line and sort of get your your being really reactionary (laughs) ideas on on what they're doing now? I'd smash the MF reactionary button on all three. (laughs) Tell them to walk out. What, how do you think we approach these folks, and what 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 do you think they're doing wrong? Is it just they're continuing with the old ways, or what? What can well, they well, do listen, to do better? Pritzker, Pritzker is he is like the definition of a capitalist. Mm-hmm. Now he's a billionaire. I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. I work in museums. Pretty much every museum I work at has something named after him Indeed. or his family. Couple schools, public schools are named after mm-hmm. him. It's crazy. Right, and <laughs> so even with someone like Pritzker, who might be you know, trying to toe the line a little bit to the sort of progressive heads in the room. I mean, at least with the uh, marijuana legislation going through, we as a state are at least trying to acknowledge that there's been a huge amount of, um, you know, racism surrounding that issue and trying to incorporate people of color into, uh, you know, being able to open and operate businesses and giving forgiveness for past crimes and felonies regarding marijuana. Shouts out to Bernie Sanders' marijuana plan. Right. Very, very stands alone on that on that issue. Just wanted to plug that real quick. Awesome. Well, the interesting thing is that Pritzker is probably doing the most, um, you know, like wealth redistribution sort of like policies of all those three because i mean i mean not that like really um Preckwinkle can really do that but lightfoot is like very seems to be very adamantly against the idea of um you know a, an income tax in chicago which would be the most logical way to you know sort of meet the um, budget <laughs> shortfalls that are because of the pension problem um and you know this recent uh this recent proposal that she tried to do where uh, it would be a tax on any um Real estate sales over half a million dollars was shot down. Because, um, of course, what all those... This? What is all this, those, communism? All those, yeah. All those poor, middle-class, half-million-dollar homeowners. Um, but, uh, you know, Pritzker is, is, is actually changing the, the constitution of the, uh, the state, which had originally set a flat tax for all income levels, which is uh, ridiculous. Pretty reactionary. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, actually, and he's wanna, actually do, uh, changing the constitution, and it's going through next year. So. I want I want to back up a bit and say it's like you know, what we we roast people like like these three on a regular basis in in an objective like overarching sense they are all pretty lackluster. But I think all three of us are also realistic. You know, we're not some of these like anarchists that just sort of like boycott everything. 
We're not like we're not dogmatists. And we we do, vote. We vote, um, and we we tend to you know voted for all three. I, or no, and no, I didn't vote for life. No, I didn't vote for life. I, I hope you didn't vote. For, well, I guess you voted for Pritzker in the general, yeah. Right in the yeah. general. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I mean, I like to say you know I'm I'm about to I'm turning thirty two uh, this month. Oh God, um, <laughs> uh, I've never missed an election okay, on any buddy. level that I was eligible to vote in. So. You know, don't mistake us, but it's like you should be able. I think that this is something in our political worldview, which is like you should be able to say so and so is trash and then also like go out and do what you got to do. And if that means working with them on some level, then that's what you got to do. Right. Well, hey, guys, here's a chance to possibly be a part of creating an effective change. And it's happening this Sunday, November 17th. It starts at 1.30 p.m. at the Harold Washington Library, which is located at 400 South State Street. This is called Democratize ComEd 101. Now they ask, what's in your electric bill? What's the grid? What's an investor-owned public utility? What does municipalization actually mean And what do working-class Chicagoans stand to gain by building energy democracy in our city? Join Chicago's DSA's uh, campaign to learn about where our power comes from. You'll leave this session with a better understanding of the energy infrastructure that impacts our daily lives and how we can come together to take control of our energy future. Now, this is going to be held, uh, like I said, at the Harold Washington Library, 400 South State, uh, on the 8th floor, south side, rooms 14 and 15. So we hope to see you there. You can get all these great conversations on and sort of unpack things like the folks from You're Being <laughs> Really Reactionary do. And uh, shouts out to the DSA uh, for hosting this an amazing event of great education about our um, municipalities infrastructure hope to see you all there this sunday november 17th 1 30 p.m at the harold washington library shouts out to harold washington 400 south <laughs> state street <laughs> democratize comed 101 
we've had over these past few segments excellent and so going from most recent to uh farthest in the past we just heard sam hain by drama moth during that long little break we heard lost all hope by eddie and the mofos how you say you love me by division point and birdsong by terriers and before that we heard a song from one of our wonderful guests here which is uh, called Hunger in the Morning, with a U, not as in the time of the day. Uh, and the artist's name is that same title, Hunger in the Morning. Hunger in the Morning. Shouts out to Hunger in the Morning. When did you get that cracking, Eichler? Oh, man, I started working on that, like, probably like a year and a half, two years ago. That was I was, like, going through personal stuff, um... That was more like that was like three years ago. Yeah, as I was kind of like picking the pieces up in my life a little bit, and and is that a easily available for folks to check out, or is that a what about Chicago exclusive? <laughs> no, that's a single. Um, that's a single that I put out on uh, on Bandcamp, um, so you can find it there. Um, it's called the Dead Speak single. I am hoping to complete a full length album on that, but. I also want to give a shout out to Chris Lee for for producing that for me. That was real cool. And producing our podcast and yeah, <laughs> the hardest working everyone else's. Yes, yes. Shouts out to Chris Lee VCR. Shouts out to a young Camelot.bandcamp.com. Whenever I have Chris around, I have to mention that <laughs> because it is such a great archival resource. Oh man, we got something real special in the works for that too. Oh. That's why it's been stuck at 499 for like okay, the okay. last five months. Mm, no, five hundred is gonna be real. Just we, think about that: 499 live recordings of your favorite Chicago artists over the past wild. what five years, six years. Six like years? We might have to have chris back and uh we, like see what's good with that with we could write a book on all the, the work chris uh, lee's done wasn't that the, uh, the coo who said that that was the longest band camp there is no he didn't say that but i did talk to the ceo of band camp and he was impressed with he was it. flipping through he's like I'm, i don't think i've ever seen one this long i don't think i don't know if he said that he was just like, right, like, he's like being wow modest. this is ridiculous <laughs> i was like hey he's being modest he's you don't being, have a limit he's on being it really reactionary a thousand years <laughs> All right, y'all. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, um, you recently, I, I believe this is a recent thing, you've uh, added the YBRR News Second. Correct. And, and I'm really second enjoying Second is good it. enough. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not literally a second, but it is, it is a shorter uh, sort of touch on, on, you know, current affairs going on uh, that, that run under the, the, um, 
the the interest of your being really reactionary podcast. Now, tell us about that edition of the segment. How did that all start? And give us a description for our listeners. Yeah, well, I mean, really, what do you need to cut through more than the news? I mean, the news is usually the most reactionary thing that there is. So that actually, that idea originally came from my um, from my youngest brother. He was like, the show is great, but, you know, it's a lot because it is like a two-hour show. Um, and he's like, I think it would be really useful and cool if I could get, like, y'all's type of analysis on contemporary stuff just like a little bit shorter and that's when it and we wanted to do something that was a little bit easier for us to do to be honest right well and there's a lot of topics that uh i think we're all very interested in but don't necessarily align with a two-hour podcast where we really break things down so the news is a great way to talk about a lot of these things as different events happen we can talk about some of these issues in a way that's quick easy to understand um but that may not work for two hours of, you know, insightful analysis. It's also just really fun uh, as a the person that kind of works on the audio for the show to sort of make fun of the, the <laughs> presentation of news, you know, using yeah. all these like very loud and, and important sounding samples, you know. We're also trying to focus specifically on this is something as we got to do this one where we were like, because a friend of mine, a friend of mine who listens to the show was like, I do sort of do you feel like the world is kind of entering like a revolutionary period? Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm watching the news. I'm seeing all this stuff happening. It's, you know, it's like in Chile and Hong Kong and all these places. And we were, you know, like just recently in Bolivia, there's like bad things happening, too. But it's like there seems to be this. So we're trying to focus on that. Be like, you know, let's focus on the world in revolt. This seems to be. Yeah, no, I mean, all the strikes and everything, too. Yeah. That well, you, happening in this country. You know, we've been talking a lot about insightful analysis, and I think a lot of times comics do a great job uh, of insightful analysis. And this Monday, November 18th at 5.30 p.m. at The Hideout, which is located at 1354 West Wabanzia Avenue, they're having an, a, a book release called Making Comet, Comics by Linda Berry. And uh, for more than five years, the cartoonist Linda Berry has been a, an associate professor in the University of Wisconsin-Madison Art Department, teaching students from all majors, both graduate and undergraduate, how to make comics, how to be creative, how to not think. Mm. They say there is no academic lectures in their classroom. Do- doodling is enthusiastically encouraged, and uh, making comics is the follow-up to Barry's best-selling syllabus, and this time she shares all of her comic-making exercises. Uh, In a new hand-drawn syllabus detailing her creative curriculum, Barry has students drawing themselves as monsters and superheroes, convincing students who think they can't draw that they can, praise art, and most important, encouraging them to understand that a daily journal can be anything so long as it is hand drawn, hmm. so shouts out uh, to to uh, is Linda Berry uh, came took that walk all the way from the University of <laughs> Wisconsin Madison to the Hideout, thirteen fifty four West Wabanzia Avenue. Let's us uh, support this book and this uh, great activity of praising art that Linda is involved in. I really appreciate the work that they've done. Let's do it this Monday, November eighteenth, five thirty. P.M.
All right. What about Chicago, y'all? We are embarking on a wonderful Tuesday of praising our Tuesday, November 19th, 9 p.m. Cafe Mustache. I think this is part of the residency at Cafe Mustache, 2313 North Milwaukee Avenue, that the great artist Giraffe have been doing. I was blown away by the their last performance at their residency last month. Uh, the amount of improvisation, the real, like, intelligency of their music and also like the fun the silliness it's yeah. funny yeah they had some great uh performance art uh rhymes and of course the music was impeccable now this is their fifth installment of the giraffe res- residency at cafe mustache this one's going to feature cordoba and guest ra washington of morning a black star and we've definitely reported on events that Morning a Black Star has been involved with and played every, some of their music as I well. I feel like every time they come to Chicago, you know, some of our favorites are supporting them on the bill. Yeah. Must see. So what's dope is Ra is going to be doing a reading from his new book, Baldwin Notes, and also jamming a set. So this is definitely one you do not want to miss this Tuesday, November 19th, 9 p.m. Cafe Mustache, thank you. 2313 North Milwaukee Avenue. You know, Ben Maroney, I'm going to have a pickled egg. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah.
All right, what about Chicago? That last song you heard was Fun Cushion by the legendary Sadie Daisy. I think I might have a fun cushion. I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun to be had this week of uh, taking those walks. You know, and the song you heard before that was American Psycho by Sim Def. Shouts out to Sim Def. Make sure you check out the show uh, that we talked about earlier. Now we got the folks from You're Being Really Reactionary. And I wanted to ask them, I don't want to start anything crazy, but are there some political or philosophical issues that you as as a group kind of clash on at times when Ooh, you're you're going yeah. through doing the show? I think actually the agriculture episode highlights one of there's two that come to my mind. The, the one is like hydroponics and the other is automation. Yeah, mm. definitely automation, mm. which is <laughs> Uh, a show not yet produced, but will be coming down the pipeline real soon. I, I'm I, looking forward to hearing that. <laughs> that, that. There's some serious disagreements. That's actually on where that the one. name came from. Me and Egon were getting drunk, making dinner with Aaron one night, and we started arguing about automation. And I was like, "You're being really reactionary, man. It's really annoying." <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> Egon's I mean, we we basically started this podcast so we wouldn't annoy all our friends just by taking over all the conversations at the parties by arguing about it. Yeah, so we can annoy other people, too. Right. Strangers. We, <laughs> we wanted to include know. strangers to this. Well, no, you know, there's going to be full agreement on this next walk this Wednesday, November 20th, 7 p.m. We're going to the Logan Theater, 2646 North Milwaukee Avenue, uh, with our friend Cinema obscura we really love what cinema obscura does and uh, so much you Shouts can out john davies yeah john davies is the person what a kind human so, being so kind so resourceful and so dedicated to the arts very much so and um now cinema obscura not only do they do this event at the logan theater uh which is called the tv party uh but they also have a great show Every Monday, I believe, around 11 p.m. on Can TV. So if your mom still got a, uh, uh, you know, a, a cable subscription, I think they also, I think you can go online and um, they may have a YouTube page. But Can TV is a wonderful resource uh, for local creatives to film their stuff and get it out in the world. I encourage you to use it more. CanTV.org is where you can find information on that. But Cinema Obscura, this is their TV party, Season 3, Episode 11, Open Mic. They're doing this with Trust This Ghost, and it's in that lounge in the Logan Theater. Now, um, space is limited, so make sure you come through uh, early, on the early side, which starts at 7. They're going to have open mic comedians, musicians, poets, etc., you know you're going to see some very obscure cinema as well. All this Wednesday, November 20th, 7 p.m., The Logan Theater, 2646 North Milwaukee Avenue.
Yeah. All right. What about Chicago? I want to encourage y'all. Uh, I don't think we've mentioned this yet. We we have very much so impressed upon you that you should subscribe on Spotify to the podcast. You're being really reactionary. But uh, on Facebook.com slash you're being re- really reactionary. Great page, y'all. Y'all got some great articles and information, uh, uh, you know, for folks to, to read through and get ready to take that <laughs> deep dive into the podcast. And, um, no, it's amazing. Great job. Great job. Now, um, I'm going to give the host of your being really reactionary a final chance to share all of what's coming down the pipeline, the new, you know, next episodes, any other events or announcements they need to make. But we have to take that last walk first. We can't be late this Thursday, November 21st, 7 p.m. And uh, also I want to mention that last song was Ellipsis by the Crustaceans. And you can see the Crustaceans and hear them in real life uh, today, Friday. At Odyssey Space. Odyssey Space. And uh, hit us up for that address if you need it. Um, but this event Thursday, November 21st, 7 p.m., it's called Re-Envisioning Masculinity. And it's being held at Uncharted Books, 5140 North Clark Street. And Uncharted used to be in the Logan area, right? True, but now it's and up in the uptown area. Now they're in, uh, in, in the north, and the notorious north side. You know, this one is going to be an interactive workshop and conversation facilitated by Dr. Ada Chang, a professor turned storyteller, performing artist, and storytelling show producer. And they're going to examine the following issues. What is toxic masculinity? Why is it important to examine it under the current current socio-political climate? Where does it all start and how does it manifest itself? How does it affect all of us? How can individual and collective changes take place? So we do really appreciate this discussion. Um, I definitely think it's very much so needed. And uh, if you need any more information about the facilitators of this event or this event specifically, you can go to Renegade uh, ADA Chang. Let me just spell that out for you. R-E-N-E-G-A-D-E-A-D-A-C-H-E-N-G dot com. You can rewind that on uh, SoundCloud.com. I can rewind button so you can you can slow it down. Uh, but, yo, let's take that walk and explore um, this uh, toxic masculinity. Oh, my God. I, 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 don't even, I, I could go <laughs> on and on, say but, it. but we, we got to get our guests out here. So this, don't want to get is, you going on the scum manifesto. Man. Ooh, oh, shouts Jesus. out to Valerie Salani. Hashtag K-A-M. Yep, Cam. Shouts out. Y'all know. If you know, you know, Cam. All right, y'all. But, yeah, go check this out Thursday, November 21st, 7 p.m. Uncharted Books, 5140 North Clark Street. Egon, Joey, Chris, Raheem, you guys were, were Ben. You guys were not reactionary at all today, and I appreciate that. Very, very were, polite and informative. Nice, very nice, and uh, made a lot of sense. Please share with our listeners how they can uh, keep in tune with you, keep in tune with the podcast, and if there is any new events, anything changing, anything coming up in the future, please let us know that as well. Uh, definitely follow us on Facebook. You know, we'll post all the episodes as we premiere them there. It's an easy way to find us. Uh, you can also send us messages through that. We also got a Gmail. You're being really reactionary at gmail.com. 
send us advice, topics you want to hear more about, questions, uh, and we'll get back to you promptly. I very sparsely run a Twitter for us. That's at Y Reactionary. Well, if the folks join, I'm sure you'll, you'll pay a lot more attention. It's it's gotten some traffic. It's just like I mostly just post like revolutionary quotes to be kind of like to give context and inspiration to people. But, you know, it's a thing if you want. It's and, fun. And we'll post uh, every once in a while different uh, articles and things that we reference in the podcast or things that relate to our current episode on the Facebook page. That's a fun read. A lot of dank memes on there as yeah, well. You very, very, very funny uh, content. Also, our good friend Jolisha was asking, who's kind of like re-motivated us to uh, explore. We're looking to put out like a bigger, more comprehensive thing that will give reference to all the stuff that we that we reference on the show. Um, works and authors and concepts. Like and a so wiki? Uh, yeah, like sort a like wiki that. or a reading list. Uh, yeah, of, that, that of, was one of my questions, actually, that unfortunately, uh, due to time constraints, I didn't have a chance to ask. So I, I definitely would be interested. In but that yeah, too, watch you know? out for that. That's going to be coming down the pipeline this winter um, and hopefully a launch for the website, too, where we're kind of host everything in one place, make it yeah. one-stop shopping for you. We don't have um, we don't have our own Instagram, but we use the hashtag, you're being really reactionary. So. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming, taking that walk this high noon mm-hmm, mm. to Q4 Radio where they create beauty and defend it. You know, man, it's really amazing, all this art, music, entertainment and culture thinking about the agriculture and the fascism and the the prisons and the automation unpacking (laughs) conventional reactionary debates whoo it really makes me love you wherever you are well thanks for having us on raheem but oh (laughs) what about Chicago. chicago